millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is your official Leguizamarama spoiler warning. If you have not seen Summer of Sam, the Spike Lee 1999 classic, uh, and you don't want to know what happens, then definitely don't listen because we will give it away. Um, if you want to watch it, you can watch it on the Disney Plus streaming thing. But don't think for a second that this is like a Zac Efron thing. It's not a Zac Efron thing just because it's on the Disney Plus streaming <laughs> thing. Like, honestly, if you're like, oh, like 17 again. No. <laughs> uh, is it like Wizards of Waverly Place? <laughs> no. No, it's not. Ask me some others. Oh, oh, don't. Well, I know. No, I get it. Uh, uh, Disney Plus can be a bit rude. Don't they have The Simpsons, which is sometimes M? Yes. That is is a little inappropriate. It is, but it's nothing like that. (laughs) Is it at all like the new Obi-Wan series? Ah, I like where you're coming from, stranger. (laughs) But no, it's not. I'm just saying that just because it's on there, don't think for a second that that she be mild. (laughs) Anyway, um, spoiler warning, thank you so much. Peace. I hate the word. Welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamarama, a podcast where Mission Zach watch Leguizamo movies, TV stuff starring John Leguizamo. Uh, we really like John Leguizamo. It's a celebration of all things legs. Uh, I'm one of those two hosts, one of the Mish and the Zachs. Uh, you might know me as the Zach of Mission Zach. I'm joined, as always, by my dear co-host, Mish Wittrup, who you might know from. Being the Mish. Being the Mish of Mission Zach. The one who came first in the, the title of our podcast. Mission Zach. Pissing off around about 20% of our listenership. Mmm. Mm. We are joined by a guest. Yay! How good is it when we have a guest? It's a returning guest too, which means that we didn't put them off last time. (laughs) Because we're not good at technical things and this is a weird side project, so sometimes we don't put in enough effort and then we feel bad because guests are sort of sitting there. Um, The returning guest is, uh, here's here's my intro, Um, music, comedy. Well, which one are they good at? Well, this is one of the few that's good at both of them. (laughs) In the tradition of Flight of the Concords, it's Jude Pearl. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, thanks. thanks. Thanks for having me. No, thank you so much for coming back. Last time we had you on, we made you watch uh, the the commercial in Spanish uh, about taking your nan to get her drugs. Yes, it was the health. It, I can't remember the name. Like single care, single care. I think, and it was in Spanish. And it so, was yeah. yes. way back on episode thirty-five. I did look that up. I didn't like. No offense, I didn't remember the number. Of which you were on. Okay. And now you're on 112th. Yes. 112th. Which means that I'll be back again on the 190th. Yep. Sure. If we're doing it that way. Yeah. Who knows what the pattern is? I just assumed. On the third you'll know the pattern. (laughs) It could be like, uh, it could be just every, I don't know, 90-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ish. What, 80? 
What was it? Or it could be like a, a times mm. t- thing. Yeah, like 80 and then 30 and then 80 and then 10 and then 80. I mean, I don't want to tell you how to do We your might podcast. not have you back until the 897th. And you best believe be. we will get there because this cunt won't stop making stuff. And <laughs> I'm not talking about Jude. I'm talking about Johnny Leprosamo. <laughs> this cunt prolific. to my right won't fucking stop making <laughs> Jude, stuff. Jude is prolific though. Yeah. You do a lot of stuff. Well, so hey, I, mean, stuff. I, do, I mean, I'm no... John Lake Osama, but well, no I do, one's any John do John try. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's why we're I felt, here. I think I felt so awful that we gave you that commercial. Not that we should, because any John Leguizamo was a gift. And that was a good commercial. He was nice to his mum. He helped her with her health care. Yeah. It br- brings up the issue of the, the ongoing issue of health care in America, which is an important thing mm. to I, talk about. I don't know if either of you know this, but that episode went viral um, and took over the world, and healthcare in America is being. We fixed healthcare. We fixed healthcare in America. I really, yeah. I mean, I had a feeling. Yeah, I had a feeling that when the three of us got together and we spent an hour talking about that single care commercial, Mm -hmm. um, even though we spent majority of that episode from memory talking about Tu Wong Fu, um, I (laughs) do think boy bands. I think I just knew. I was like, when this gets released. A change is in the air. <laughs> a change. Because and there's nothing that um, – there is nothing that promotes change more than someone or a group of people from another country mm. being smug about shit on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> like all those, um, all those like uh, videos and posts on Facebook when there's, a, when there's a gun problems in America of Australians being like, we dealt with it in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. That cha- that fixed it. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's so many Americans who are like, oh, I didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we do have a problem. Yeah. yeah. And then they're going to yeah. fix it. I love the pride we take when we're like, we're so arrogant with like gun control and yeah. we point to one of the worst massacres on the earth yeah. in the history of the world. And we're like, it's like, Still not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so <laughs> cocky. We're so cocky about our gun control. It's like, and that is what, yeah, but exactly what you just said. That is what we use to be like, see, this happened here. <laughs> Hasn't happened since. Like, that's because that was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that's still really bad. It was horrific. What oh, happens. my God. Anyway. Um, I also just look like it feels like in the vein of, you know, how Australians get real, like some Australians get really mad when we're like adopting American things. Yeah. But it's always weird. It's like, it's like, it doesn't snow on Christmas over here. Like, stop all the snow related Christmas songs. And I'm like, or how about we stop mob mentality that we've caught yeah. from America? Like, maybe we could not take on sensationalist news. And they're like, yeah. no, Halloween's got to stop. Like, it's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, America may have Hollywood, you know, like, I'm happy to take Steven Spielberg movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I don't want to buy little. I don't want to buy little fun size Mars bars for the four year olds next yeah. door. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just thought of this, but about like the uh, like just the differences between America and Australia. There's one that I was actually talking about with my partner just the other day that I find really fascinating. Um, you know when someone wins something on television in America, how they lose their fucking minds. Mm. Like we're giving you a car and then they throw themselves on the ground and they start weeping weeping and like their whole family comes out and they jump up and down. And then someone from the military who they haven't seen for a few years rocks (laughs) up and then they just fucking fall to pieces. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then they get eye surgery given to them for free and all that. And they're losing their fucking minds. Mm. If I was on a television show and I, someone bought yeah. me a car, 
Like, let's just say we'll call her Helen. Let's say Helen is just someone who was hosting a show here. Yeah. Helen. Ah, was, yeah. yeah, I get it. <laughs> I probably should have used a name that was slightly... Like Hopra. Yeah, like <laughs> Hopra. Hopra Helen. Helen Hopra. Let's say that there is a like a talk show in Australia, I don't know, we'll just call it Helen Hopra. Mm. And I'm on that talk show for whatever reason. And then Helen Hopra turned to me and said, we've gotten you a brand new car. This would, this is, tell me that I've gotten a car. This would be my genuine reaction. All Zach, right, can yeah, you be... And then I'll reverse. We'll all have a go at yeah, this. Okay. <laughs> right, this is fun. <laughs> okay. Well, Mish. So we... you're, you're currently Helen Hopra. All go. right, Mish, we know you've had a tough time. Yeah. And that's why I've got you, we've got you a brand new car. Really? Yes. No. Yes, we got you a new car. Oh my, are you, are you serious? Yes. What kind? What kind of car? Uh, it's a new Hyundai Elantra. Oh my God. Oh my, you don't, you did not have to do that. <laughs> oh my, thank you. Oh Jesus Christ. I don't know. Okay. I, you don't understand how much I need a new car. My car's like in desperate need of a service. It sucks. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Oh my God. I, that's seriously my car. Yeah. Wow. That is my genuine <laughs> what would happen. Do you want to like, see mine? Do you want to yes, see mine? So right. do, you, you, do you want to be Helen? I'll be um, Helen. Helen, uh, Helen Hopra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, can I be Dr. Hill? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now he doesn't do that. Okay. Yeah, he's Helen just Hopra. mean. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> can yeah. I be Dr. Hill? You're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Here's your car. I'm trying to help you <laughs> by taking your sensitive shit and putting it in front of a lot of people. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Zach. Yeah. Uh, You've done so well on the show today yeah. and uh, we've got really great news. Yeah. We, You've just won a car. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's – thank you. That's sick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of forms that you'll have to fill yeah, out no at, the end of, yeah. at the end so of the show. Am I going to have to pay tax on this or does it not? Um, you know what? We're going to have to – I'll check with the hmm. producers. I actually don't know that for sure. But, yeah. Um, oh, but, geez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That sounds like. Can I contact oh. my partner about that? <laughs> that sounds like it might be more trouble. Than oh that. yeah, I don't know if we have room in the driveway. <laughs> I have to sell the other. Because you probably live kind of inner city. You you might not even really need a car. Well, that I can't. Much. I can't actually drive. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, um, that's so cool though. That is. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Okay. That's really cool. All right, Jude, your turn. Right. I'll be um, Helen Hopra. Well, no, we've had Helen Hopra. You can be we've Hickey had... Hake. Yep, yeah, I'll be Hickey Hake. Yeah. <laughs> Hickey, I'm thin now. <laughs> okay, I'm Hickey Hay. Um, Jude, wow. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we, have, we got a letter from a loved one of yours saying what, like, what an awesome person you are. Oh. Um, because so of, who, who wrote that? Uh, it, uh, someone named Sarah. Oh. Do you know Sarah? Not really. Not well. Like I've got a cousin, okay, well, Sarah, just, in Texas, but that's sort of. That's who it is. Sarah oh. from Texas. They okay. wrote in and they're just like, hey, Sorry. man, you've got to check out Jude. And I was like, wow, Jude's really doing great stuff. Um, and because of that, you know what? Yep. We're giving you a brand new car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you s- Yeah. Because Sarah wrote you a letter? No, just because we want to give back to, to good people and you seem like a good person, so we got you a car. I- Do you want to see it? It's right behind me, this big SUV. Oh, I did see that. I was wondering <laughs> why that was there. <laughs> um, it's an S- Do you say it's an SUV? Yeah. Um, you it's, can't change the colour. It's this um, obnoxious red. <laughs> but um, oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. How many? 
It does. It looks kind of small, but is it is no no. It's, it's a decent size. Yeah. Like it can fit five. Like easy and oh, a large okay. boot. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, oh, sorry. Thank thank you. You're welcome. That's really nice. So just mm. so I just want to make. Can I just see that letter? Yeah, Was here's it Sarah. <laughs> Sarah from Texas. Wow. I'll read it. Hi, Hickey Hake. Um, my cousin Jude from Melbourne, Australia, is really cool. Um, very like one of the most talented singers ever. Also like so hilariously funny, and I think they deserve a new car. There you go. I mean, that's wow. Yeah. No, thank you. So thank thank you. No, no sorry. Thank you. <laughs> okay. It's, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Like I think we've encapsulated Australian culture. It's the it's the oh thank, thank you. Oh my god. Yeah, it's the, like there's this weird like beat before yeah. positivity. It's like oh, like you almost want to be like oh, I can't, great. Like I can't take the, like oh I didn't. Oh, okay. it's like it's like this. Like um, to be genuine <laughs> yeah. is there's this assumption of like ingenuine. So there's this. Yes. No, yeah. no. I'm grateful, yeah. <laughs> even if you haven't said you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. This is really lovely. Yeah. yeah. So thank no thank you. <laughs> thank you thank you. I just I wasn't I I just I wasn't really looking. Like, I'm really great. Like that's this is great. huge. It's massive. <laughs> like you don't even need to be. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> This is like oh wow. wow, yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. no, genuinely, this yeah. is going to be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's why I think the best reality TV is because, like, obviously, a lot of you know American like that kind mm. of the game show thing or the prize, and they mm. like you said they're weeping and stuff. But then you have like that sort of that magical middle America reality TV where you've got like sort of older guys that have never cried in their life, yeah. and then something mm. nice happens to them, and you can see them. Not, it's it almost feels Australian. Yeah, almost like, so close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so close. So I don't. Close. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love watching that shit. Like, I'm I'm back on Survivor. By the way, yeah, great. I, I got I get onto Survivor. Either if I'm being honest with myself, once a year for about a month. Yeah, yeah great. I will like binge watch because there's like forty five seasons or something. <laughs> I will binge watch three seasons. They do like seven seasons a year. Yeah. Two. They do two seasons a year. It's fucking insane. That Jeff Probst guy. Just, yeah. Is it, like, he's never home. He would. That's the thing. It's like, wow, what a, what a great job. Not really. He's living on Survivor his whole life. Mish, you, you watch it enough, I would imagine. In the way that I, I went through a big phase where I just watched all of RuPaul's Drag Race mm, from same, season I do one that too. to like 12. Uh, and, and in it you start to realise how quickly they're shooting it. So oh. RuPaul's is like 25 days tops, I mm. reckon. And, you know, a week is mm. two days, maybe three for a special one, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, it, and it literally is that you just see two days of content, right? They go, oh, we're mm. off to bed now, and then it's the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> My question is, with Survivor, mm. do you have a sense of – they say, don't they? How it's long are they 39 the days. <laughs> 39 one days. One Survivor. Yeah. 39 days. Specific. For yeah. Jeff probably yeah, Make it 40. Yeah. He wouldn't need to do much though. Actually, when I think about it now, he wouldn't need to do a lot of prep. He would just show. I reckon he shows up on like day the day before day one and they say. All it's right, his show though, I think. Maybe. Mm. But even then, I reckon he, he can do all of that from his home office. Yeah. <laughs> he flies in the day before day one. They're like, all right, here's the people. This is what you've got to say. And then he says it. And then on day 40, he signs out. Yeah. So that's 80 days work, 82 days work in a year. Mm. Pretty good. Yeah. Nice work. If you that get is it. pretty yeah. good. I think in the early days it would he have been would a lot of work. He would have to do some like, because he's Jeff Probst, he would have to do some like 
TV appearances and some event appearances. That's probably. true. But that's still what's that? Twenty days of the year at best. Mm. Like, and how often is he on the island? You know, all the time. Like, like they seeing him every day. Yeah. 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 Okay. Every day they're doing something. Yeah, he's doing something. He's doing something, and he has to be there for when they need medical. And he's there for when they do medical. He flies in. He's always there. So you trained. Doctor. No, he just comes in. He's like, what's going on? And they're like, I need a doctor. And he's like, bring in the chopper. And then the chopper comes. Yeah, so <laughs> It's really great. So he's doing 82 days work plus maybe two weeks of promo. Mm, yeah. So that's all up about. The thing with yeah. Survivor though is the first few episodes aren't good. No. Because you don't know anyone. Like they, of every season. They're clearly just voting off the old and fat people. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like gameplay at that point. It's just like I want to win, and this old guy is not going to help me win. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna whatever. That's so the first few days is boring. Then the last few days is boring because it's often just like an alliance that has made it to the end. Mm. Good for you, whatever. The only good part is the middle part, but you need to have watched the start and you might as well finish it. So there are parts of my experience in watching Survivor where I'm not enjoying myself. <laughs> for me, I think I so could sorry. get rid it's of... okay. No one knows what it's like to be me. I could get rid of all, all Survivor and just watch the one where they have to like bid on like... Peanut butter. Oh, the auction episode. <laughs> yeah. Like that's when they got to the auction. Yeah. When they got to, are you willing to give up everything for some peanut butter? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's all. That, that's that's another, Survivor encapsulated. That's another isn't it? perfect example of like overreact. So there's an ep- like towards the end of each season when it's like the final six, they bring in loved ones. Yeah. And the way they act, they're just like falling apart. They're like, oh my God, they're crying and hugging. They're like, like confessing their love. And it's this bit, they haven't seen each other for two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe a month. Let's push it to a month. This is the thing. If I was on Survivor and for some reason. Wait, I'm Jeff Probst. You're Jeff, yeah, yeah. Jeff Probst. <laughs> Also, I've never seen Survivor, so I'm sorry. I don't know how it no, works. No, it's fine. Let's just say hypothetically. All you need to know just... is about three weeks in, they bid on peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, oh, yeah. that looks yum. For some reason, my I would be so bad at Survivor because I think I, I wouldn't be good at manipulating people. I think it would kill me. Yeah. Um, also, I like food a lot and I'm not fit, so I really don't <laughs> think I would be good. Um, and I don't want to like build a shut, like a fucking hut. Mm. Anyway. Um, for whatever reason, I got to the final six and then Jeff Probst was like, Michelle, we're bringing, you say, um, Michelle, you're bringing out Matt, your boyfriend. All right, Mish, yeah. you've done really well. Mm. You've, you've survived. I'll, unsurvived. Play, I'll play Matt. Okay. Okay, sweet. <laughs> but I, I'm Jeff. Okay. Yeah, you're Jeff. Um, you've survived the first three weeks. Yeah. You've done so well. Mm. You did, you did all the activities that yeah. you had to do yeah. on the show. The challenges. The challenges. Yeah. Um, and activities. Yeah, there's some activities. <laughs> they gotta get we could call them activities. I got the peanut butter. You, yeah. got the pe- you won the peanut butter. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, we have some really exciting news for you. Oh. Uh, this is a surprise. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know this was going to happen. No. But behind that curtain... Yeah. Maybe like a bamboo, yeah, bamboo Behind the screen. the bamboo screen, screen. Yeah. is someone that you haven't seen in a really long time. Oh my god! Open the curtain. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, how you going? Yeah, I'm good. Oh my god, your hair looks. You got your hair done? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They um they did it. The, uh, hair, the uh, hair and makeup. I hair wouldn't. Hair. I would not. I wouldn't hug me if I were you. I stink so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's Stanley? Good. Yeah. Good. I had to um. 
they like they paid for him, to, someone to look after him. Oh, so he's he's okay. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, good. Yeah. I got so the, good to have missed you so much, babe. I love you. Dog sitter, you get. Oh yeah. Dog sitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good to see you too. God. Yeah. You are. They. Uh, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, anyway, like can we weeks. make sure that we win this? Because I really want some more peanut butter. <laughs> sure. Yes. Okay. Cool. Great. Thank you. Got another surprise for you behind that curtain. Yeah. It's more peanut butter. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. It's been so long. And, oh, my God, look, we're in Fiji or whatever. And I'd give him a big hug and a kissy. But I'm not going to burst into tears and be like, oh, I babe. would have a little cry. I feel like I'd be like, oh, hi, babe. <laughs> Maybe from exhaustion of yeah. being on some. But I wouldn't, like... It, like, I wouldn't put energy into the cry. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It would be like a release of there energy. Are people, yeah, there like, are people yes. who collapse and stuff. <laughs> like, it's really, like, and they're like, you're just like my favourite person. It's like, it's okay. Like. It's okay. You like it's a, it's been at the most I swear it's been like 3 weeks at yeah. that point. No, it is. And and you're so right. I would be like, "Hey babe." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I made it to the top oh. 6. That's more what it would be like. Yeah, like oh my god, I'm in the top 6. I'm so tired. How fucked I, is that? I'm I so tired. I can't wait to I've, yeah, it's good to see you though. Yeah, so <laughs> I miss you. I miss you so my much. My breath stinks. He's a little kissy. Yeah, Sorry, I my miss breath you so much. Badge. Um jeez. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Anyway, Jeff, what's <laughs> <laughs> how do we get that peanut butter? I love the hair. That's yeah. my favourite bit. Huh? Is, oh, your hair? They do your yeah. did you do your hair? No, they did it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they did my hair for before they the dropped promo. me in with the, the helicopter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the helicopter drop. Um, but was it was it Janice? Uh, I, I didn't get it. No. <laughs> I got Janice. I'll tell you all about. It. She was really really nice. She lives near us, so we're going to go have dinner with her at some point. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll put it. Do in you the... see her regularly, or is no, it now? No, once she, you're on the island, there's no. Or... Uh, Jeff has hair and makeup, but Janice was an assistant that um did like. But yeah, once you're on the island, they can't. No, no, there's no hair That's and makeup. No. All right. Yeah, you look like you look. You like you look tired, like it looks Mate, like... I'm so fucking tired. Yeah, they've really Yeah, I've been sleeping in a hut that I built myself. They told me about the um about the peanut butter. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was full on. I gave up everything for that. Yeah. Anyway, can we get back to the game now? Like yeah. honestly, if I pump this out for another five days, I could win You got five days. All right, I'll see you in five okay, days. Bye, babe, I love you. See you later. That's, hey. That makes good television. Yeah. That right there. That is <laughs> That's when it's so off-putting is when they do Australian versions of oh, those. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, remember, I watched, um, watched a little bit of uh, Real Housewives of Melbourne and there's this bit in it where they go, um, like whenever whenever they're in a suburb, they're like, they tell you the like the what it's analogous to. Have I said this on this podcast? No, no. Where they're like... Um, and they're like, I live in Turak, which is basically the Beverly Hills of Melbourne. <laughs> And I've always like, you know how I know that it's not the Beverly Hills of Melbourne is because when people say they live in Beverly Hills, they don't say it's the like anything of anything. (laughs) (laughs) If it was the Beverly Hills of Melbourne, it would stand on its own two feet. Yeah, you wouldn't need to explain any further. And they're also just like, they're like, I live in Turak in in a nice two-bedroom apartment (laughs) off Chapel Street. Yeah. in like Brighton or something and it was just in a very nice house with a beach view. Genuinely, one of them lived in Hawthorne and she was like, I live in Hawthorne, which is the rock capital. It's like something about Hawthorne. I'm like, 
Hawthorne's nice. Hawthorne's got like Hawthorne. It's green. To me, it's got it's got some lovely. It's very green. pretty. Hawthorne to me is the epitome of. I've said this to you last time we were in Hawthorne together. Is the epitome of fast food restaurants that are trying to be bougie. So like uh, crust. Yeah. Like um, hooked that fish and chip mm. place. Yeah. Um, all the fancy burger places. Yeah. It's just a line of fancy fast food. Yes. Yeah. Like you like, don't see a Pizza Hut there, but you best believe there's a crust on one end and a crust on the <laughs> yes. other end of that street. Like they 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 they, they don't go at the meetings mm. about that. Re- they don't talk about food. They talk about venture capital. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how are we going to open another four um, expensive fish and chip shops? Yeah. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We We're here talk to talk about, about Summer of Sam. Yeah, we, we should. And I will say that I've been in conversation with Jude for about two months about doing this episode. <laughs> wow. Because you best believe Jude is almost as excited as I am to talk about this wow. stuff. If not I, more so, maybe. I, might, I think I might be more excited. Because know. last time we – I don't know if we captured it on record – but Jude said to us that if we ever did Summer of Sam, they would love to come on and talk about it with us. And where Zach and I are women of our word. We are. And we promised Jude and we are delivering today. And I'm so excited because I'm going to do we don't promise. We don't promise movies to many people. Guests are always coming on here. There's yeah. like four that everyone loves, right? Yeah. Johnny Legs films, yeah. People come on, they're always like, oh, let me do, like let me do. Romeo and Juliet. Let me do Romeo mm. and Juliet. Let Moulin me do Moulin Rouge. Rouge. The only people that we've promised anything to is Summer of Sam to you. Yes. And Chef to Alexi. Did we not promise that? I uh, feel like I we think promised we, we need. We owe that to Alexi after what we put him through. <laughs> <laughs> We made him watch a, a fan edit of Super Mario Brothers <laughs> that for some reason was connected to a bad server at their end. Oh. So all of us had these terrible experiences of connection. And each of us thought that it was our own connection. So we didn't say anything to the next person. And then it was just horrific. And then he joined and it was <clears> – <throat> We tried to have him over like an internet connection and it didn't work and it was it was just, you know, you do a podcast as a fun little side project mm. and then you're sitting there thinking I've just wasted 20 hours of someone's <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> I felt hot. So, yeah, he can have whatever he wants. He can have Chef. He can have the fucking Chef is podcast. one of the crown jewels. <laughs> yeah. And he can have it. He can have Chef. Um, He's earned it. He's earned yeah. Chef. So... Uh, with this particular blurb, I will say that it was a very hard movie to write a blurb on because of the amount of B plots in this film. Oh yeah. So I kind of yeah. stuck to the main A plot, I suppose. But um, it is worth saying that there is a lot in this film that is very, very dark, very, very heavy that we might not touch on necessarily in this podcast. We, yeah, unless but, you want to. Unless you want to. You know, this can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. We're like the, the with the Mark Maron of John Leguizamo <laughs> based podcast. <laughs> We'll go there. We'll if you want there. us to. Um, okay. Okay, Mark, let's do this. Summer of Sam is a 1999 drama thriller directed by Spike Lee and stars drugs, the Bronx and 70s three-piece suits. Mm-hmm. 
In in the summer of 1977, we are smack bang in the middle of a sexual revolution. New York is haunted by a deranged serial killer that is infamously known as Son of Sam. Vinny, played by John Leguizamo, is an Italian-American hairdresser living in the Bronx that has the great misfortune of seeing some of the serial killer's victims after narrowly, I hate saying that word, narrowly, narrowly. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. After narrowly escaping the killer himself calling its God plan that he was spared. Vinny and his mates, along with their neighbourhood, become invested in finding who the killer is and anyone who could possibly be perceived as an outsider is considered as a suspect, including their old estranged friend Richie, played by Adrian Brody, who has recently returned to the Bronx with a fake British accent, a job working as a gay dancer and a spiky punk boy hairstyle like Scott from the 90s boy band Five. Leguizamo plays Vinny, a paranoid hairdresser that likes drugs, disco dancing and cheating on his wife with various female character actors. <laughs> um, I think that it's a re- like I didn't even cover everything in this film in saying that blurb, but I didn't want it to go forever. That's but I think that pretty much sums up the core. It, right? That is yeah. the, the 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 nature of a blurb. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Go- this is why I love this podcast. Yeah. That is a movie whose title I've seen multiple times in my life, posters that I have seen at Blockbusters, pictures that pop up on like movie websites and stuff. There's that famous photo of John Leguizamo, Adrian Brody with the spiky hair sitting on the hood of a car. I've seen that before. No idea what this movie is about, but I've always been like I should watch that film. Mm. Like when we first started doing this podcast, I was like, oh, I love John Leguizamo and I get to watch all the things he's been in, including that movie I know nothing about whose Mm. name I've forgotten, which was Summer of Sam. Mm. So what I love about this podcast is going in and watching these movies having no idea what they're about mm. and coming out with some gems. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. That's yeah. a great one. I Yeah, totes. Like, hmm. the, you know, when you watch, I think I went through a phase where I was like trying to watch more movies and I would just, I would go like, what's this filmmaker's most famous film? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, what's their, what's their canonical mm. films? And I think that. Yeah, I would say what I love about this podcast is the same as what you're saying is that it for it it's getting me out of that rhythm. Mm. I'm watching things based on what I want to watch. I'm mm. watching things based on, you know, I, it's completely changed my viewing habits away from Spike Lee is someone I want to watch more of his films. I haven't seen a huge amount of his films, Neither. right? But I wouldn't have gone to Summer of Sam. It's not in his, like, top three of films you must watch from Spike Lee. Mm, yeah. And I love getting to watch the ones that aren't in someone's top three. Yeah. Jude, what you do, love this movie. I well, Tell I Tell um, us about Summer of Sam well, and where you're um, coming from. Well, I, I, as I, we sort of spoke about this the last time I was on the podcast. <laughs> That's uh, right. No one remembers. <laughs> <laughs> you probably remember from episode 35 uh, when – but – um. In my teenage years, I was going through a big Lekusama. Yeah. My own Lekusama Rama. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, a personal one. Oh, that's and, so, I remember it's all coming back to me now that you <laughs> felt this way. Yeah. And I, and I just like watched everything <laughs> that I could get, like, find at, mm. at Blockbuster. Um, and uh, I watched this and I really like watching it. So I watched it again because I haven't seen it since I was a teenager. Oh, and right. I, and um, definitely a lot of stuff. I missed yeah. as a teenager. Yeah. There was a lot that I perhaps was not uh, mature enough to really understand. Like Patty Lapone's tits, which we see in this <laughs> oh, film. Oh, yeah. That was a moment. I was like, oh, my God, it's Patty Lapone. And then it was a, a tits. It's right I'm just saying that, like, I think, I think boozies. I, I do think she was talking more about, like, the complex themes and yeah. parallels and... <laughs> 
Yeah. But yes, I think maybe the breasts. Yeah. <laughs> also the breasts, yeah. yeah. But also the breasts. My, also the breasts. I think yeah. my my relationship to seeing breasts on film, mm. though, has actually, since I remember as a teenager watching, so, because we're all about the same age, like, mm. you know, the, the big thing when we were younger was like all the American Pie style yeah. movies. Mm. And I just remember like seeing a lot of bare breasts and just always being like, why are they so perfect? And yeah. not not understanding that. And then and then you watch like older movies, and then you're like, okay, yeah. 70s tits. I'm like, all right, yeah. that's a little bit more. Anyway, that's just like a different. That's such a good point, though. Like that is such a good point. I like the tits that we were exposed to when we were in teenagers. Like those formative years. Yeah, it's just like that. It was such an unreal expectation of what your tits should look like. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel, Zach? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, probably an unrealistic expectation of the tits I would see because you see the tits on screen yeah. before you see the tits in real life if you're a man. So it's a different experience. Yeah. But it's like this is what breasts are to what, you know, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's like, oh, they're a lot more like the old magazines. Than they are like yeah. the but do you know what it is as well? There was something about the 90s and two, early 2000s where I think we've talked about this, where like the physics was off, like the engineering of the female body in those movies was off, where it was like, like um, in in most other eras, if if the press were looking like that, they would be counterweighted with the yes. with like you know it was the hourglass figure, like you know Kim Kardashian. Now there's a certain synergy, whereas then it was just like St- like kind know, of stick thin, stick with big breasts, and like and, but also like. So perky, perky. and like <laughs> yeah. it's like what I love about because in in like this I totally know what you're saying because in like thinking of like sort of various seventies movies mm. where you see breasts it's like it's usually the co- most common type like nudity I could think of mm. is like pretty like a uh, thin woman with kind of like smaller breasts that mm. are sort of that are like maybe a little <laughs> bit on the set like yeah. not set but you know realistically. Mm. Um, placed, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. and and uh, anyway, so um, look, yeah. So. Do you know, legit, we we don't have to talk about wrestling, <laughs> but but I was I, I can't remember where I saw this. I saw this thing where they were talking about it, where they said that one the way they described it, and I thought it was very interesting, was that that the beauty standard was set by bras because nudity was against the rules the beauty standard in the 70s 80s was set by bras and then suddenly nudity was allowed in the 90s suddenly you could have nudity in films much more yep but because the beauty standard was set by bras it was like the physical form needed to look like they were wearing a bra even though they were naked oh god and it's like it never ends It's just like that's not. We need to go back to the those weird mm. little paintings of people yeah, looking yeah. like yeah. real. Oh, I love those the Botticelli. Like, yeah, get a bit of Botticelli. Big, big hips, small boozies. I love it. I Let's will bring say it on. The, the um, iconic Spike Lee lighting, which is that very kind of vivid greens, oh, flashes of white and stuff, saturated. Yeah, does look good. Like it makes most people look good. Like if I was going to be naked on film, I'd want it with Spike Lee lighting. <laughs> Give me the Spike Lee lighting. Give me the setup. Give me some of that spikely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was looking good. Yeah. I can see as a young fan of John Leguizamo why you would be getting behind this I film. was very interested mm. in watching this So film. were you, like, legit, 
Because everyone says that when they're on. Like, did you watch this because of you're a fan of John Leguizamo? Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. We have to have you on more often. Now, when when we started, <laughs> this is such this, a rare treat for exactly. us. When, I know it was. It's crazy. When we first announced that we were doing this podcast, a bunch of our friends and stuff were like, "Oh, that's so cool that you and Zach are doing Good a podcast. For you. Have fun. <laughs> Who's Johnny Leguizamo? Oh, yeah, cool." Jude sent me a message just like, I love John Leguizamo. It's like this is unhinged yeah. messages of being like, I'm so glad this podcast exists. I'm sorry, that's probably a bit loud. No, no, no this is our podcast. This, <laughs> this is what is we fun. do. Um, I love passion, drive, it was just enthusiasm. So, it was so nice that we found another one. And every once in a while you and I will get a DM on our Instagram yeah. from someone who's like, I love John Leguizamo and this is so cool that there is a podcast that, that we do exist. We're but a small group We're a small in Australia. group, but I'm a huge fan, but I don't think there is something very specific to a teenage, like mm. a teenage girl's crush Oh yeah, mm. is such a special, it's like mm. there's this like, it's a beautiful uh, it's thing. like it's a, like it's a, a supernatural thing. bonding that has happened. <laughs> you, you, that's a very, that's a very good way of describing you know, and it. And I don't think we have even that. <laughs> Maybe you do. Do you know what it is? It's because I feel like teenage girls, girl crushes are so about like, I don't know, from my experience, I can't speak for everybody, but from my experience, it's not about sex and kissing and stuff. It's about like love and like a hug. So you start to see a celebrity. So you feel an affection towards a celebrity that yes. isn't just like a, oh my God, Harry Styles kind of thing. It's like an, like I'm, I, I don't celebrity worship anyone now. But we've all know the podcast knows it's general. Everyone knows mine was Seth Green, mm. and I had a genuine affection for Seth Green. So even so that now when I see him doing yeah. anything, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah fully it's, get it. Oh, it's Seth Green. It's Seth Green, as in like um, Scott, Scott from Evil, yeah, 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 and Oz from Buffy. Right, right, of course, right. Was that what kind that's of? That's what set it yep, off. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. I, I think it's also like the. Then this is a very huge, huge generalization, but it feels like also when I look at all the sort of performers, at like actors, comedians, musicians what, that I had a crush on, mm. like celebrities that I had a crush on as a teenager, there's no like through line of like they all look a certain mm. way. Yeah. There's, it's like people that are like comedic, mm. you always like you fall in love with them because they're so funny. You're like, yeah. he's so yeah. I feel like we would get along. It's so nice. <laughs> but so now when you see Johnny Legs, are you just like, oh, it's Johnny? I do yeah, it's like it's like a it's like an old you know mm. as if we were together once. Yeah, that's that, it's, that, it's that like, kind of, oh Johnny Legs. You never forget your first celebrity crush. <laughs> no, I I yeah, I fully feel, there's like a few, there's like a line yeah. there. Like yeah. and I love what you're saying, because it's like to me, it's like, what do Baby Spice and Trinity from the Matrix have in common? <laughs> It's like it's it's the, it's yeah. Instead of going, what's what's it, instead of looking at what they have in common, it's like they are the ingredients for the soup of what you find attractive now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, like mine is Seth Green and Meatloaf from Rocky Horror Picture. Yes. yes, not Meatloaf yeah. outside of Rocky Horror. Just Picture. that, in just that. that Meatloaf, and that makes so much sense because yeah. combining Seth Green and Meatloaf <laughs> from the Rocky Horror Picture Show right now. As I'm speaking, as a 34-year-old in this studio, yeah. gives me wood. Like, <laughs> it makes me nervous. I'm like, oh, my God. Get a, like, a bit giddy and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Who I, was your last celebrity crush? Like, who was your, like, oh, cause it, like did it go into your, t- I, like, because I'll be real, it went into the 20s for me. Oh, it did oh, for me too. Your, Absolutely, who yeah. was the last one? And I think there's always room. I think you always find. Have a little. I think there'll be ones in the future for me. Yeah. 
I have one. I have an answer. Yeah. Um, so, and it was definitely was my last one. I would have been 25. It was the year after we finished uni. Mm-hmm. I was 25 and I watched The Mighty Boosh for the first time. So I was a few years late. Yeah. And I had such a crush on Noel Fielding. Yeah. Like Noel Fielding of Boosh. Like I just thought that he was the most uh, like attractive, funny. I was just so into him. And that was the last time I've ever had a crush on a celebrity. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of celebrity worshipped. It hasn't happened since. Mm. Um, but I had a, th- a real thing for Like the imagined. Do you know what I think it is? It's the imagined person. That they're oh, like, but yeah. this is sounding really like intensely stalkery. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the get, like, oh, gee older. whiz, I reckon you'd be neat, neat. <laughs> <That's the> t- <laughs> gee whiz, I reckon, I reckon you'd be so neat in person. Yeah, but no, but I think as you get older as well, you you like people become like even celebrities get humanized. Like it's they're very yeah. like, and like I don't know, I I think. This part can be cut if it makes it sound like I sound like a wanker. But I think because I, I, I have some friends now that are quite well known, I kind of, it, it for me, has kind of um, removed that kind of fantasy of the celebrity because, mm. like, my friends that are famous are fucking losers, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but I honestly think, like, I've said, like, I, I think it removes the fantasy of the celebrity because. Well, you start to know. Yeah. Even, even. Even I think. Am I making sense? That makes no, sense. No, no, no. And like this is something that, like, yeah, you don't want to get too, um, you know. Hmm. But when you are a performer, like all three of us are performers, you start and when you've got some sort of, like, public persona, you start to see what you what you give and what you hold. Hmm. You start to go, like, what am I not putting on social media? What am I not doing, saying? Hmm. And then you go, oh, if I'm doing that... Hmm. At oh, a yeah, very yeah. low level of like, you know, if I'm doing that at the lowest level of of, of being public, mm. well, of course this person I like is doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, of course they're doing it. And, of course, I'm not getting a full picture of who they are. I'm just getting an, a persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. So maybe it's that. Yeah. So <laughs> who was your last celebrity crush? I, the last one that I can think of that is I think was Ryan Gosling. Mm, when, and right. that was probably like. Circle like, what? Like. Um, I don't. It, I must be in my late twenties, so I'm thinking it was right. like. Oh, I'm so glad because mine's a late twenties. Oh, yeah. And then Mish with her twenty five, I was like, God, if I come in with like a twenty seven, no, no, no. this is a real s- fucking Larry loser. Safe space, no, such <laughs> a safe, safe space. space. <laughs> um, it was. I can't like. So it would have been like I don't know, sort of seven ish years ago. But I, I think I saw. Oh, what's the movie he did with Michelle Williams? And it's it's called Blue, Blue Valentine. Blue Valentine. And it was like, because I also had, mm. Ewan McGregor was like my biggest crush throughout all of high school. Right. So, oh, my God. Moulin Rouge must have fucked you up. <laughs> I, was, I was dead. I was, <laughs> okay, I'm dead. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. And I was 12 when that came out. Mm. So I was probably at like, it was like at the my horniest without having getting Any. to actually do anything. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was like. That's my Seth Green s- area. There's an electricity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an electricity yeah. inside of me and I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's so confusing. <laughs> um, but uh, what what I liked when I watched Blue Valentine was that it, was, it reminded me of like a lot of Ewan McGregor films where it's like he's not afraid to like look not attractive all the yeah. time, if mm, that makes sense. Mm. And it was just such a good movie and I was like, this is such a, this is such a good movie. And mm. then I... Um, 
I just like looked up some interviews with him, and I, that's kind of when I'm like, I clearly have a crush on this person because yeah. yeah. I'm what, and I, and he was like, he seems so understated and funny. Yeah. So I think that was, <laughs> and that cunnilingus scene is sick. Oh, that's like, yeah, just, and then it made me realize there's not enough of those scenes oh, in movies. Like, that was like, a good scene. Do you know they, that movie got like an R rating in the because US of, because of that? And it was the, the most, it's a very realistic. I've never, I've not seen the film. It's, it's really good. It's I'm a not really giving, good movie. That's not, the scene I, that's is not as No, no, I knew about that movie because I remember. I haven't spoiled the movie by saying he goes down on her at some point. But I remember there was this big controversy. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I remember there was this big controversy because it was like, how is that more like, how is that? If he yeah. was pumping away at her, that wouldn't be as offensive. Yeah, as yeah. Like, what's, yeah, I remember it, that. There's yeah. like the, the censorship is on uh, female orgasms. They're like, <laughs> yeah. we don't, we don't approve. Yeah. Of, she looks of, like she's having a good time. Yeah. Arr. There was yeah. like, there was a moment, I can't remember who, who was talking about it, but there was a, a, like a commentary or something about a movie where they were talking, it was a horror movie. And they were talking about um, the violence and they were like, um, yeah, no, the MPAA, they were like, we can only show that person getting hit with a hammer two times. Because, <laughs> oh like, three times, that's disgusting. Uh, yeah. That's really what encourages other people. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what's going to make it. someone snap. Yeah. Ooh, maybe. What was your last celebrity crush? It was, it was, this is, I think this is embarrassing. Mm. It was Grimes, the musician. That's not that embarrassing. No, I think it's embarrassing. My partner likes Grimes. But it's it's like there's a it's embarrassing not because of her. I think she's really talented. There's a little bit of the shine was taken off when she started dating Elon. I'll be real. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, okay. I didn't see that in the interviews, but um, but no. The the thing the reason it's embarrassing is not her talented like talented incredible musician. It's it's that the, there's a, I think there's a certain kind of guy that has a crush on crime. <laughs> and I know that I, I am that kind of guy. So my partner. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy. But it's just like, yeah, I just love the way she like makes music. <laughs> I just think she's really like interesting. <laughs> it's, it's like funny when you, you like, um, you realise like the kind of fans you're associating with and you're like, uh-oh. Oh no! Yeah. Am I? Oh. I'm like no, I'm different. I actually appreciate her music. Oh no, that's what they would say. I actually think the way she um, produces her, <laughs> you chase yourself. Yeah, yeah. But no, also, do you know the other thing? The reason why it really hit. The reason why it was not just a celebrity. I, you know, was. But the reason why it really hit was because I was on tour. I've said this on another podcast. I was on tour when I got into her second album, mm. which. Is not it's it's not like about touring and stuff, but it's got it's about like that point. Second albums often are about you know mm. they're coming from someone who's at that point in their career. Yeah. So there was just this like oh here's someone talking about mm. you know and there's music videos about being on tour and there's like yeah. <laughs> you know like there's these like feelings about what it's like to be at that point in your career. I'm mm. like yeah man we could talk about all of that. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I just did Edinburgh Fringe Festival. That's so and she could be like, yeah, I'm one of the most famous indie pop musicians of all time. And I'd be like, yeah. And is it is that when you were singing California, that reminded me of when I had to fly out for my comedy show. <laughs> we're the same. We're the same, you we're and same. I. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I've been dating Elon Musk for five months. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't okay, I didn't paint the right picture. <laughs> 
do you, would you oh. say you still have a crush on Yeah, I said. <laughs> you know, it's the thing. It's, it's the thing. It's yeah. once you like, you once know, you've yeah. let them in, it's really hard to let them go, which is why people yeah. like I think people say, you know, don't ever meet your heroes or whatever. Don't ever meet the person no. you had a crush on. I I'm sure Seth Green is lovely. I actually think he's probably a really nice guy and we'd have a lot in common. <laughs> I would hate to meet him and make a fool of myself because he wouldn't. He'd be lovely, but I would make a fool of myself around him. Oh I God. think I've said it on this podcast. That's the way it is. Hmm. But I, yeah, I, I, ref, I genuinely refuse to meet my heroes. Mm. I've had opportunities in the past to meet them, and I just am like, what's it going to add? Yeah, what is it going to yeah, add? Yeah. Like, if you love the work someone mm. has done. And you have a good interaction with them, mm. you can be like, "Oh, I had a good interaction with so and so." Yeah, <laughs> but that story is okay. But you can just tell them you saw, like, you can just say, yeah. "I saw them." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the it doesn't add much, but it can taint. Yes, that like even if it's a yeah, it's like the 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 what is like the risk gain? What's that business term for like the mm. there's like a term that they use? For oh like yeah, like like the cost benefit cost analysis. Benefit. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, like, it's a really it at best you've got a cool story. At yeah. worst, something that's really special. to A big you. part of your life is crushed. Yeah, and, yeah, and it doesn't exactly. take much to ruin it. They don't no. have to be an asshole. I've had interactions with people where it's just been awkward, like, at my end. Like, mm. I remember I got introduced to someone who made a show that was really, really, like, I really loved that show. And it it wasn't that it was particularly special to me, like, in any real, like, in any sense, but it was a, a really good show. Like, mm. a re- and it was a re- like, just, like, really game-changing for me. And then I just, I, I was like, oh, my God, is that that person? And then <laughs> I got introduced to them. And it was just a bit awkward. Like it was just, <laughs> I got introduced to them by um, by my manager who was like, oh, this is Zach. And I was like, hello, nice to meet you. And But we just watched a really sad show, <laughs> like a really, really <laughs> sad show. And, and, and I didn't know at the time, but they knew the person that put on the show quite well. Mm. And it was just this like terribly awkward interaction. And they weren't rude. They were like, hi, nice to meet you. And I was like, I'm a big fan of your work. And they're like, thank you. And then they walked away. But I was weird. Yeah. And then suddenly that's it. That's all I think of now. And you know that they don't remember you. They don't, there's no, rem- like, but you've held that for, for, yeah. And there's nothing wrong. There was yeah. nothing bad about that, except I was a bit awkward and it was a bit whatever. Mm. Yeah. And because you hold them in this height. Well, yeah. It's okay. And I swear to God, I'm sorry, this is going to sound real. There's no way for me to say this and it not sound wanky and douchey, but that just reminded right. me. Yeah. Of... I, I just went, I just blasted through my wanky no, that's story. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, because Anthony, Anthony LaPaglia is in this movie, yes. obviously. Oh. And I had that. With him, but he probably doesn't re- like. So when I when I was in LA, like, but it's not it's not at all like I didn't get introduced. It wasn't like well. So my problem. story was really wanky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear Jude's wanky story. It's just so stupid. But like when so when I was in LA and like I kind of somehow found my way into like a Colin Hay show for um, Colin Hay from Men at Work fame for yeah. anyone yeah. playing at home and. Uh, I was like at his show that he did at, at the Largo and he does that show every month and it was really cool and like I... You know what's funny? <laughs> is my one happened at the Largo. <laughs> it's, the, it's 
the Wygo. That's what it is. It's not us. It's not us. It's I've not been there, which is why I don't have a wanky story. <laughs> the Largo is just this like really. I'm going to go to the Largo and meatloaf from Rocky Horror is going to come. <laughs> but legit, it's that kind of place. It's this like really cool, intimate theatre that has this incredible history. Like it's like they've got backstage, they've got pictures of mm. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. In the same backstage area that mm. you in, you're in, and like every night, it's just all the famous people that you love, either on stage or in the audience. Like yeah. it's just this iconic venue, and it's intimate. So, oh my god, it, you like it does not surprise you. Yeah, yeah, I have to hear this story. What did you do? It's, well, it's real. It's like basically, I was at the show because I had met Colin Hay's wife, who's just a really lovely person, and like she saw me at doing a really shitty gig at the Viper Room, and she's like oh, my husband's Australian as well. Like, you should come to our show. And I was like, okay, lady that I've just met. And then it was like I came to the show and it was Colin Hay's show. And then afterwards I was sort of just – because I didn't know anyone there and I was just like – I was just standing there being like, I'm just going to stand and yeah. then just and force myself into a conversation. And um, Colin was talking to Anthony LaPaglia. They were like in the middle of a conversation. But I had – I had like <laughs> miscalculated – I thought that their conversation was wrapping up, so I thought, oh, this is a good time for me to go over mm. to Colin Hay and say thank you for such a great show. But when I I walked up and then I got oh, right up no. to them, but they were still very much um, talking yeah. um, in the oh, middle of a conversation, oh. and I just went, hi, I just really liked your show. And then I, th- and I think Anthony um, was a bit like, okay, I guess our interaction is over now, and then he... Um, Oh, he walked away. Yeah. So no, I feel you on that. I'm sure yeah, he remembers so gonna, it vividly. You're going to hold on to that for the rest Forever. of your life. It's the first when thing. When you see him in this movie, where you're just like, oh, God, and your blood just runs cold. Yeah. It was ex- that's, ex- that's the first thing I thought of when I saw him in the movie. But it's, you know. Remarkable little cameo, really, from Anthony LaPaglia in this film because I feel like he's... To re- us, it's a cameo. In 1999 LA, it's a job that he got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Spike Lee was like, I'm going to get but- the guy from Lent. For any massive, massive Leguizama Rama fans, they will know that we've actually talked about Anthony LaPaglia before because he was in Whispers in the Dark. He was. So he was. I wonder, like, so eight years before this movie was made, Mm. he did Whispers in the Dark with Johnny Legs, Mm. and I wonder if they just happened to have a chat about Whispers in the Dark. I always. That's so true. I love (laughs) those little when you're following one person's career Mm. like a fucking crazy person. (laughs) Yeah. That it, I always wonder because that. Johnny Legs has done every single movie ever made, really. Mm. Yes. So he's constantly doing little bit parts in shows with other people. He's done bit parts with in other shows. Yeah. And I just want I want to know about their interactions. I do, however, really, really, really want to talk about Adrian Brody. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't realize that in all those pictures that I'd seen of this movie that that was that the spiky haired guy was fucking Adrian, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Because the piano. Pia- Pianist, Pianist came out later, didn't 2002, he? I think. Yeah, that's when he won the Oscar. Because for me, like, he just came out of nowhere because I was, like, mm. 12 at the time. Yeah. I didn't know he – but, like, this is a big part and he's, like, properly in it and Massive. Stuff. And he's really good. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, he's, I've got yeah. to say that the two of them in this film is, like, acting is superb. Yeah. I will say, though, I read this about the movie – is that the protagonist of this film, when it was originally being made, was meant to be Richie, which is um, Adrian Brody's character. Ah. But Spike Lee liked what Johnny Legs was doing so much around improv that he upped his role. Wow. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So he he kept a whole bunch and added new stuff. Like there's a whole fight scene between him and his wife played by, I was 
Mira Sorvino. Thank you very much. She's so Is good. Is that who it, it was? Yeah. Right. I love those moments. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just want to say, I just, I want to talk about her as well. Oh, when we talk, as, so yeah, good. so just, okay. But. There's, there's a whole scene where they're in a car and they're having a fight driving through a cemetery. It was added. That scene was what? added to the film. It was That's not, like my favorite scene. Yeah, it was because the whole thing's impro. Johnny Legs is all impro. And there's a part where he spits on her. Yeah. And that was improvised. Whoa. How fucked up is that? Fuck. Yeah. I, I, hasn't Mira been through enough? Hasn't she just? Fuck. I just like go, when I hear stories like that, right, I just go like, how did they find the time in the schedule? <laughs> like, like making things cost money and it's like, and I don't want to be so, you know, but like what was the assistant director doing? Like what was the producer yeah. doing? Like does Spike Lee go... I want to do this, and then does someone have to go and work it out? Yeah. yeah. Like, how does that work? Because it's such a fun, like, oh, yeah, and then, like, the improv, so he added scenes. And you go, oh, yeah, but was that an extra week of shooting? Yeah, Did they, like, yeah. How do they that's, do that? Like, what does it feel like? I have no idea. No idea. Yeah, and, and also because, like, if it's that whole scene, like, that's a whole scene, scene in a completely a- new Location. There's a car. There's a, yeah. and, and that's that a you lot, don't see anywhere else. There's a lot of wages that were paid to add that scene. Yeah. Like a lot of people got paid yeah. just for that little 90 second scene, but it was it's it so was my favorite not scene in the plan, movie. Do they not plan all the way ahead? <laughs> like genuinely, it's like a genuine question. Maybe it was I in had. like the rehearsals or something, and he goes, We've got to add this into the schedule for later. You know? Yeah, maybe, but I reckon he did. I reckon he was just like, I wanna do a scene in a car and then he said to the writer, can you write a scene in the car or can we improv a scene in mm. the car? And then they worked it out. Mm. But the, like I just think Spike Lee seems like a really confident guy. But I just think <laughs> if I was directing a movie, I would just be like, um, can, can, can we do, it's not in the script, but I mm. want to get a whole setup and a whole night of shooting mm. um, in a car and I want them to improv it and it's going to cost like $100,000, all the wages <laughs> and stuff. Can we do that? And they would go, ah. And i go, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it doesn't yeah, matter, it doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> no worries if not. <laughs> no worries if not. <laughs> no worries if not. Take care. Like there's Have a, a good week. There's a story in like uh, the same thing I heard about in Twin Peaks. There's a, a, there's a, there's a the bad guy, like the whole thing about Twin Peaks is built around this guy called Bob who's like this spirit, it's very Lynch, who's this spirit, right, and he's Bob and he's this like he possesses people and it's like this central thing. And then apparently the whole reason that character's in the Mm. law is because one of the props guys looked interesting. Have I said this? No, no, no. One of the props guys looked funny. He's this weird, creepy-looking dude with long hair and (laughs) just like... Lynch was like, oh, I reckon in the pilot, he was like, I reckon we could have him at the end of the bed looking through the grills of the bed being like, ah. And then, and then the, the wife can be like, ah. He's like, I reckon we should put that in. And then yeah. he put it in. And it's just like even that. So we're, we're taking away a whole scene. Even just, hey, do we have to just go into the assistant director? Hey, do we have time? I'd love to get a shot of that man over there in the yeah. crew looking through the grills of the bed going, ah. And then I'd love to get a reverse on the main character going, ah! And the assistant director being like, yeah, yeah, we'll see if we can fit yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, maybe, yeah. Like, yeah. just even that, I'm like, how do you yeah. How do you find the time? Yeah, Spike Lee finds the time. Spike Lee um, finds the time. That scene in the cemetery, though, was my favourite scene in the whole movie. I really liked this film. Just, wow, 
shock. But I really did. I really, really enjoyed this film. I really, really loved the exploration of the relationship between John Leguizamo and his wife, who I believe her character's name was Diana. 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 Yeah. Diana. Diana. D. D. We'll say D because don't. ダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダンダ
the kind of narrative was that Reese Witherspoon's character is like the bad, the anti-hero. She's like a bad person. Mm. But you watch it now, and I think I, for me, as an as a like thirty-year-old man, as like considering everything that's happened in the world, I see her as more of the victim in the story, mm. and it's being told in an ironic way. And it's just so funny because then you read it, and 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 just how much the view of the film has shifted, and how how like it feels watching it. And I remember I saw an interview with Alexander Payne and he was like, they were like, oh, do you think she's the bad guy? Do you think? And he was just like, I just write characters. Mm. I just write them and I make them complex and you can decide. Mm. And I was like, that's, that's how a film becomes timeless. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how, yeah. if you write someone complex and if you don't put moral judgment on them, mm. the times can change. The interpretation of that character yeah. can change, mm. but, but. The, the film holds up and yeah. I just thought that was like, I just, it was just, a, it's not dissimilar, you know, just like you just write someone in a complex way. Mm. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Yeah, that make yeah, it's such, it's, it's such a good way of putting it and it, that it's like, um, yeah, that even with, with legs, Johnny legs, <laughs> Johnny legs and, uh, Don, John, John, and it's like the, that they have these like moments where they're, it's not, just an all like it's like it's they've got all the nice moments together yeah. as what well, like you know and they're like dancing and it's like oh look they're like they're having fun and but to the but, point where I was like maybe she should stay at the end yeah. like maybe he really means it this time yeah I was I was very invested it's and like, yeah it's, you know, yeah it's like the guy's a piece of shit but yeah. and but you know it's just it's just you write a character well yeah yeah it's so much more interesting than just you know I also thought I want to touch on the end of the movie. And how it ends because it's well, and how it starts, I suppose. So it starts with like essentially like a news. Wait, wait, did we do a five minute spoiler warning at the start of this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we covered it. We're professionals. (laughs) Um, So it opens with this guy who's basically like, we're in New York City, there's eight million stories happening every day, and this is just one of them. Mm. And then it ends with, and that was one of the many stories that happens in New York, like kind of like a little ode to New York, tip of the hat, kind of, I don't know. But the way this movie ended was so frustrating and but in the best possible way because I don't often get frustrated in mm. film anymore. Like I don't like I either just don't like something that didn't entertain me that was good. This movie had me going, no, no, at the end because it ends literally. So like long story short, this Adrian Brody, Brody character, as I mentioned in my blurb, is being accused of potentially being the serial killer. So all of Johnny Legs's like drug dealer friends go and bash him up and Johnny Legs assists in it. And then while he's being bashed up, essentially people come out of the, his stepdad comes out of the house and goes, what are you doing? The serial killer was actually caught. It isn't this guy. It's all over the news. Stop it. And then they're like, oh shit, sorry. They were beating the shit out of this guy for no reason. And Johnny Legs just looks at him and goes, I'm, I'm so sorry. And walks away. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Like you expect there to be another scene at the hospital. Well, yeah, or but, but no, there scene. isn't. Yeah. But yeah, and I was so frustrated. But then it all like this is just a story. You're not getting the whole. You, there's no like it's just one of the many stories that you're going to get. And this was a story. And it was yeah. just like, oh my god! I just I, I, I it had a, a very you know it, it, vocal yeah. response from it. Me. Felt like um that was almost it, I think it's adjacent to like. There's a, there was a layer where I thought what I something I really loved was that it was like adjacent to the story. We're doing we're we're seeing so many stories about serial killers at the moment, oh, yeah. and they're so like 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, and then, but this, just this casting all these beautiful young men as these, serial yeah, killers. and it's just, there's just it's like, so what's the serial killer like the producer on this? I'm like, he should play me, yeah, he's that gorgeous. One. Yeah. I think Evan Peters, I, just, I don't know why, I, just, I think he's, um, yeah, talented anyway. But there was something, there's something so cool about it being like serial killer adjacent, like, yes. yeah, like yeah. our, our, like, mo- like, this is serial killers are such an outlier. It's mm. such a strange thing that happens. Yeah. But the stories and the moral panic and the fear and the yeah. things that mm. happen around those stories is very universal. Yeah. yeah. And it was such an interesting way to, you know, I just thought that was really cool. And mm. I, I don't know, I love I love when movies, again, weird comparison, but it reminds me a little bit of Billy Elliot, how that, that film is a, about a boy mm. who becomes a ballet dancer who goes to ballet school. But it's also a film about Thatcherism and it's about unions and it's about yeah. and it's like sometimes it's so much more powerful to just have something in the backdrop. Yeah, mm. totally. Yeah, you know, totally. and it says so much more by it not being the central thing because mm. I was expecting it to be a lot more about yeah him yeah. and like this yeah because yeah. it's almost it all it feels like talking about like a serial killer or like a monster whatever mm. you know is mm. almost like an easy sell because you're like everyone's like oh. They're so awful. I can't mm. wait to see what awful things they do next. Yeah. But but it's like what's harder to digest is like what quote unquote regular people kind of how yeah, people respond yeah. to yeah. that sort of like the idea that like people are capable of turning really ugly on each other in these when they're put in these scenarios where they're very scared. Mm. It's and like, you know, um that film totally captures that, yeah, the kind of... Oh. It's so easy to other a serial killer. It's so yes. easy to go, oh, they are not like, they're an alien. And and so often that's how they're portrayed. Like they're yeah. so often mm. portrayed as these like alien figures and so much harder to go to look at oh, the, yeah. the, 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 that in all of us. Yeah. And almost mm. there's, there's a bit of that in this film is this idea yeah. of like we all have these horrible things in us. We mm. all do horrible things. Yeah. That's mm. so much more interesting than this fucking evil person yeah, <laughs> you know what so, I mean yeah. like yeah and, and also do we want to sometimes I'm like it's interesting talking about like you know like documentaries about like dictators and mm. and it's like that's very interesting but it's like do we want to give that more a spotlight should we yeah. do, should we do, I mean do we talk about it too much I don't know do no we, no like, I hear what you're saying yeah it's like giving stop giving them so much attention yeah don't they love that yeah, I don't that's know that's what they want like do <laughs> yeah, you know it's very I, interesting to watch a movie that is about the effects of what the serial killer was doing rather than the, what the serial killer was doing. It wasn't yeah. about mm. that. I saw a great quote about it that was like, um, this wasn't a story about the serial killer, it was a story about his victims. Mm. And then like, but not the victims that he killed, it's all the people that he like, mm. his, like that their lives were affected. And I thought that's a really interesting yeah. framework. Mm. You know, it's just very, and it is as well. I think the other thing about serial killers as well is people love to be like, oh, they're so interesting. And when you look at it from one vantage point, Mm -hmm. you see like an evil genius that kills people. But then if you look at it as like someone who just like gets their jollies from killing people, it's like, oh, no, they're just like, like evil and weak like genuinely yeah, yeah, like yeah. like it's it's this like weird like oh and then i cut off their head and mm. I was like, it's like oh and then i did this and you're like oh my god 
rather than just like, oh, I really tried not to. And then like, and then they didn't do anything for five years and then they did it again. Rather than just like, oh, I tried not to do it for five years and then I did it again. <laughs> like that's what it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know the dog yeah. told me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know. It's, it's just, like that's boring and sad and, and mm. awful. Yeah, yes. But it's totally. not that. It's not that. It's genuinely not that interesting. Yeah. No. It's really like. Even just with this movie as well, like when you, I think you could, because of the genre and like the tone of it and it's a, what it's about, you would sort of be led to believe like, oh, one of the characters is going to be killed. But, yes. the, you know, like the idea, the fact that like that it's, it's not like they were dealing from the, like the aftermath of losing someone yeah. they knew. It was like purely just the kind of the fear and the, yeah, yeah like I thought that was. The tension uh, that the serial killer had created in that neighborhood. Yeah. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. Do we have any final thoughts about Summer of Sam Zach Ruane? Oh, 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 or Jude Hay. No, 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 no. no, well, because not really. That was my final thought. Oh. My final thought was comparing it to Billy Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's what it says on the poster. Like. It's just like yeah, Bill, it's Billy Elliot. It's kind of like Billy Elliot. Not really, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Zach Ruane. <laughs> Can I? I've got something I'd like to. My little final thoughts going back to the Adrian Brody thing. I think if I had seen this movie as my introduction to John Leguizamo, we might be doing an Adrian Brody podcast. I I don't know. I I I find Adrian Brody very attractive in this film, and I'm not just being like I'm not being a bit horny. Like I'm being legit. Like very good actor, very cute, sexy. He's having a little Adrian Brody Hollywood moment. You know what I mean? Like Mm. you know how this is sexy Luigi or Leguiz Hollywood. Sorry, we're talking full Leguizamo. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, oh, you're don't worry, it. I'm across the <laughs> This is Leg was Hollywood. I feel like Adrian Brody was just one step down from John Leguizamo. He, he's having his sexy, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, he's having his sexy <laughs> he's, Luigi face. He's about phase. to break through. Um, and I say we might be doing an Adrian Brody podcast. I do take that back, Johnny Legs. It's all about you. <laughs> but um, I just, I, it, I it, this movie has made me want to watch more Adrian Brody stuff. Yeah. yeah, like you want to watch more Spike Lee stuff. I want to watch more Adrian Brody stuff. I saw The Pianist years and years and years ago, but I am watching it this weekend because it has sparked that back in me. Have you watched yeah. Succession? No. He has like a little bit in Succession, like it's one episode, mm. and he's so fucking good in it. He's just mm. great. He's just got this like he's real chill. Yeah. He's chill in most <laughs> of what he does. He's just like, oh yeah, all right, I'll do your big movie and I'll <laughs> learn my lines and I'll do it. And you're like, oh, yeah. you're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we would get along. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. We just. Might have a lot in common. I don't know. Um, do you have any final thoughts? I have like just just a couple of yeah, thoughts. Go, go. Oh, please, like, go, drill please. them off. Drill them off. I just also wanted to say the scene with um, you know, Jam, Jan, Raspberry Jam, yeah, Jam. Uh, Mira Savino, and um, uh, the the girl that's with Adrian. What's that actress's name oh, again? Oh, yep, and her name's Ruby in the thing. And my partner walked in and went, "Oh my god, is that?" And I said, "Yes, it is." Hold on, I'm just went to, I just went to look it up and the thing the first thing that came up was Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Esposito. Yes. Um the scene with them in the bathroom was like I I'm like I don't know why but this almost makes me cry. I was mm. like that was so upsettingly something very mm. very upsettingly realistic about that scene yeah. with the kind of like the just being like, I don't know why he doesn't like. I don't know. Yeah. Just the, the the conversations that girls have in bathrooms. You know, yeah. that's. I mean, very good. It was, um, like, Johnny Legs' wife, Raspberry Jam, is asking Jennifer Esposito. Um, I don't. I was telling her, I don't think I can please my husband. Like I know he loves me, but I, I think he's disappointed in me. Um, you used to hook up with him. What is it that he likes? Yeah. And she kind of like Jennifer Esposito. Kind of like I mean, I don't 
think she was an asshole, but she kind of um, she's not particular. She's she's pretty icy, dismissive. To, yeah. She's real dismissive of the whole thing, and you can just see the desperation in Raspberry Jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just another moment of just like I, I just. I think Mira Savino just need. I think we. I think more people just need to talk about. Yeah, her I, I didn't realize that she was black. I didn't know, but it, that makes more sense to me now because it's like that was so good. What happened to her? Yeah, like, and I'm like, oh, okay. Weinstein happened to her. That that yeah. makes some sense. You know? oh. What What's your other point? Um, and then the other thing um, was going to say was. Um, also, if Anthony LaPaglia is listening to this podcast, I just want to say I'm really sorry that I cut your conversation with Colin Hay short. Totally he wasn't rude or anything. I just, I was just really awkward and terrible. So I'm sorry, Anthony, no. if you're listening. And Anthony, I'm so sorry. Anthony, if you are listening. Oh, I love this. Of all the people, of all the assumptions we've made that Anthony LaPaglia listens to our podcast. He might. He listen. might. You he never might. know. At the very least, someone who knows Anthony LaPaglia might listen yes. to this. That's actually, there's, that's, 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 that's possible. actually That's possible. possible, you know. So, Anthony, if you are listening, my name is Mish. We haven't met before, but you best believe if we do, I would not make a fool of myself <laughs> oh, because God. I'm cool like you. No. <laughs> yeah. We're just a couple of oh, cool guys. Oh. And um, to, this is to, like, Eric Idle, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if maybe you thought I was a little bit rude when we met and I just, like, shook your hand quickly and ran away. <laughs> Um, I just want you to know it was so that I could avoid this thing happening. Yeah, I so I would have, Eric, yeah. Eric, hey, it's me, Mish. Um, <laughs> if we met, I would have fucking wet myself. I don't know how any of my friends met you. Well, I think, I'll tell I think you, I, I ran cried. up, shook his hand, ran away. I think I, think I nearly <laughs> cried when I found out that you guys, because I was just so happy for you. What a cool thing. Anyway, yeah. Leg with Starmos, would you like me to go first? Please. I think we know. Yeah. Where I'm going with this. Yeah. I did not expect this. Much like The Take, which mm. is a movie we watched a long time ago, I didn't know what to expect. And I I knew it was a kind of like an infamous iconic film, but I didn't I didn't know why. And I really enjoyed this movie. Mm. It it was I think it had the impact that it wanted to have on audiences with me. The kind of movie where I don't necessarily want to watch it again straight away. Sure. Because it was so full on. Mm. But I fucking loved it. He's the star of this movie. Mm. He isn't like I assumed he'd be one of his friends, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But no, he's the one calling on them guys. Yes. He's the lead. <laughs> I loved his relationship with his wife, Raspberry Jam. <laughs> I, I just I thought that this was just such an amazing film for Johnny Legs, and I think his acting was super Lime, and I just loved it. It's full, full, full Leguizamo, so it gets five Leguistamos from me. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give it my review now, yeah. uh, but my Leguistamo review. Mm-hmm. Um, so firstly, I think full discretion, and I should have said this at the top. Um, I put this on at 1am last night and I was very sleepy watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a very, like, sleepy watch. Mm-hmm. You know when you have a sleepy watch? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, you're yeah, like, course, did yeah. I sleep through that bit? And uh, I think there were moments that you were talking about that I slept through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I didn't realise. Like, <laughs> oh, I say this with absolute love. You should watch this film. No, no, I did watch this film, right? Yeah. You were just a bit sleepy. But when you were talking about the scene in the bathroom, yeah. I was like, and I thought I'd watch the whole film. I thought I'd watch the whole film sleepily. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were talking about the scene in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And um, I was like, I, I was like, I don't remember a scene. <laughs> okay, yep. So it, it was a short. It was, it was a short, pretty short it scene. Was short. So, but I'm really doubting how much of this movie because <laughs> yeah. I remember the end. Yep. I remember the start. Uh, 
but I just feel like I slept through more of it than I thought and that's like a shock to me. Same thing <laughs> happened with Westworld. I watched the um, first ep- – I watched nine episodes of Westworld on a Qantas flight once. It's a ten-episode season. Oh. And then uh, on the next flight I went to watch episode ten and I was like, I have no idea who <laughs> any of these characters are. Yeah. I was like, I think I slept through yeah. the yeah. bulk of this is, is something that's happening for me right now. <laughs> Um, so all that being said, <laughs> full disclosure, um, I, I agree with everything you said, Mish. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, lo- I, I, there was a moment right up the top when he walks into the disco mm. club and that becomes a bit of a recurring motif. I thought it happened twice. Maybe it happened more <laughs> times. But there's a moment where he walks into the disco club um, and, like, I was just like, oh, that's cool. That's cool that even though he's not the main character, he's just one of the friends, that he gets to have, like, a Mm. Martin Scorsese-style single-take entrance. And then then he just is still in it. He Mm. just keeps being in it. (laughs) It's the most delicious, like, like for someone who's studying his filmography... (laughs) Honestly, it's so nice to see him not die. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Or to not be like if he was in this movie and he was one of his drug dealer friends that are kind of just there that want to bash up Adrian Brody. That's so predictable now for a Johnny Legs film, particularly in the nineties. Mm. Yes. To it's, not have it's, that. And it was oh, all the way man. up until it was all like th- there was the <laughs> there's genuinely I didn't know he was going to be the main character mm. until maybe half an hour in like. Even when he goes off and, like, I was like, maybe he's just the guy that first has an interaction with mm. Sam and then it goes off to the group, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah. when, it, it was when he, they were in the hairdresser. It was the first scene in there. I was like, oh, I think he's the main character. Yeah. Like, I don't even think this is, like, this is a bit ensemble, but he's the main character. Yeah. Mm. Top, top billing. Top billing. Yeah, top billing. Yeah. And then, you know, it's one thing to be invited to the feast. But it's another thing when you eat it up. And <laughs> I thought you were about to say it's one thing to be invited to the feast and there's another thing to sleep through it. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't have to admit it. I got yeah. through to the end bluffing. No, no, keep going, keep going. It's another thing to eat it up. And uh, he ate it up. Mm. He was so good. And that bit at the end was... Oh, yeah. Run away. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was so good. Yeah. He was so good in it. Yeah. Um, that I there's no score to give it other than five leg with Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, Jude. Well, oh my god, I have a feeling something's about to happen. <laughs> but no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. I want you to be honest. I want you to be honest, but just know that I'm 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 having you know, feelings. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. If, <laughs> yeah. Listen. But no pressure. No, yeah, no pressure. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, I think this movie has everything. Mm. It's got it's got dancing, yeah, mm. singing. Mm. It's got a fucking talking dog. It does mm. have a talking For dog. Lit. Did you remember that bit? No. Oh my god, there's a full bit where a dog talks to the son of Sam. It's really bizarre. I think I missed, like, so a, I think I missed like a. You must know. watch yeah, this you should movie. Totally again. Watch it no, again. I will. I actually will. If and this I'm gets gonna... a Leguizamo Rama, you better watch this movie. Well, and I gotta say, right, I did watch it. I mean, clearly I'm calling out yeah. Big Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I did watch it. Um, but I didn't watch it. I understand. Yeah. And this one deserved a watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I will. I'm going to report back. 
<laughs> but I watched a lot of it. You it's not most It's going to be hard to like rewatch. Yeah, 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 but I will. I will. I will. It's, and I'm going to report back. Yeah. It's not an Ice Age three. You really want to like yeah. get through. I mean, yeah. actually, I should. I like Ice Age as well. Oh, yeah. But, Do you um, like Ice Age four? What about five, six, seen. seven, and the <laughs> ten mini, mini <laughs> movies? What about Ice Age: The Mobile Game? Sorry, go on. I love all of them. Um, as they even got what's um, Fraser's wife is in it. Yeah, you know? she's in it. She's smoking hot. Like mm. so hot. What's everyone's so hot in the movie? Yeah. I mean, that's great for them as well. I'm happy that's it's got like thirty percent of the cast of Sopranos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, and um, and also the 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 aunt from Jumanji is the owner of the hairdresser. Wait. Oh yeah, she was in Jumanji. I sent you a picture of her today, oh, and when I love her, is that? That's I, don't Fra- I think that that's Fraser's wife. Is, oh, is it? Bebe, 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 What's her? Bebe Newworth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fraser's wife. Fraser's wife. Where did you send it to me? Did I not send that to you? Did I send that to somebody else? Oh my god, you sent it to the auntie from Jumanji. I did not send it to you. I meant to send this to Zach when you said the message. You DM'd her blue tick account on Instagram. Oh, no, is... I DM'd my message to you. It's right there. It says I love her. Anyway, sorry. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. We are delaying this score. Go, June. I mean. I like the anticipation. Yeah, it's what's, what am I going to say? Uh, um, and I feel that, like, like you both have already said, that it's like he, he really, he really did. Just eat, eat it up. Eat it he up. just, he just came Ate in that raspberry jam with a spoon. Yeah, and he was just, and it makes sense to me that he was meant to originally not be the main character, mm-hmm. and then it was like this is undeniable. Mm-hmm. This this man is the main character is, of yeah. this movie, and he just, mm. and him and Mira Sorvina, I just mm. like that's uh, that I just it's so good. It's They're so both good. so good, and I just, I I don't even have. Words, except of course, five. Five, five like, of course, five. Wow. Do you know now, what that means? I don't means? know if you know what that means, Jude. This movie is now officially a, officially a Leguizamarama. Yay! And I would like to say that if we were doing a Mira Salvino um, podcast, this would get five Mira Starvinos as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that's the quickest yeah. you've hit a pun. That was, I'm so I was holding on to the whole time Jude was talking. I'm going to say this. I'm oh, say this you had it because I always like start the name before I have the pun, and, and then just... and then you, you that's smart to have Thank the you. pun before you speak. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I highly recommend everyone go and watch this movie, but just be be warned that it is quite full on. And it's not it's not your typical Disney Plus. Yeah, no. it's not it's not at all. Um, Jude, do you have anything you need to plug? Um, no. Nah. Towards the end of the year, there's oh, not much, is there? I actually, I have a um. I'm doing like a a Christmas show and slash ten year um, anniversary of my first ever EP coming out at wow. the at the Brunswick Ballroom. Oh, that's fun! That's cool. Seventh of December. Oh, fuck yeah! And it's um, I'm playing with. I've got a band and there's going to be a, a lot of special guests. Oh, that's it's going to so be a fun. lot of fun. So yeah, I mean that's uh, that's awesome. So, yeah. uh, anyone oh. who hasn't seen Jude live, you really need to go and see Jude live. Also, listen to all of their music, which you can get on all the music platforms. Is but it, Jude live is a really special thing. Is oh. it a is it a comedy show? Or is it well? Because you, you started in like straight up music. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not. Um, you're correct. That's and cool. That's so, a great thing to see. Like mm. even for a Jude fan. Yeah, yeah. It's I haven't played these songs in a very, very long time, and yeah. So it's um, it's it's kind of pre before I was doing comedy. So, mm. um, 
But you know, it might be a couple of little chuckles in there, a couple of little giggles. You can't not drop in a joke. I mean, I mean, just try and stop me. Yeah, if there's a if there's a gap, you're gonna drop a joke. I'm gonna just go. Whoop! There it is. You know, fish got to swim. That's it. <laughs> oh, please don't end on that. I'm no, so going so, to. All right, that's it. <laughs> See you later. The fish no. got to swim. Okay, then. Uh, all right. Do, we so have we'll, a, do you have anything to plug? Uh, do I have anything to plug? Mm. I don't know when the, when's this coming out. Next Quite week. Soon. Next week. Uh, have we done? We've got so many things. So many things. We've got, well, if you're listening to this on Thursday next week, <laughs> or the Thursday, the fuck, uh, 9th of November, yeah. Yeah. 10th. 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 10th of November. Tomorrow we've got a screening of Super Mario Brothers <gasps> in, Melbourne. in Melbourne at the Lido. What? Yeah, wow. In, if you're yeah. in Sydney, on the 25th of November, we've got a viewing of Super Mario Brothers. Yes. The same. At the, very the Ritz same. on the 25th of November. Fuck yeah. But if you're also in Melbourne, this one's fucking exciting. Yeah. We're hosting a screening of Violent Night, the new Johnny Legs movie that's yeah. about to come out. What? At Lido on the rooftop on the 1st of December. It's the day it premieres. Excuse me? Excuse me. And we're hosting that and I'm so fucking excited for that. Oh, I just wet myself. It's going to be real good. You didn't need to do that. (laughs) Yuck. Sorry. Yuck, Yuck, dude. That's okay. I should have ended on the fish got to swim. (laughs) It would have been way better than that. You just keep it on digging. The fish got to swim and then you pissed your panties. (laughs) Anyway. um, Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so happy we got to talk about this. We'll chat to you again in about 80 episodes time. <laughs> no, I reckon we get Jude back for some innocuous thing, like just something he did, and I'll have rewatched some, some of Sam, Sam, and, and then, then we can, can talk about yeah, it. And then we can good. talk about it. Because the bathroom scene really is very powerful. It yeah, is. I, I, yeah. I felt it quite, great. I don't know why I felt mm. so seen in that bathroom. I don't know what it was about. I was like, I've had not that specific conversation mm. about my husband, but just, a, yes. <laughs> but just like the kind of. Tense, oh, weird yeah. bath, g- bathroom girl conversations. I don't yeah, know. A little was, desperation moment. It was it was phenomenal, and yeah. you slept through it. <laughs> that I, is so misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, you're, misogynist. you're such a sodge. That's so funny. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening, and bloody see you next week. Oh wait, what's Tom gonna do? Uh, just just something cool. Yeah, Tom, put on something cool. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a put good. on like uh, like boogie boogie nights. Or oh wait, but should that we have Jude? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if we can. No, we can't. We yeah. just can't because, like, the, the, the AI is getting smarter mm. and oh. it might, like, hit us with a they copyright. They might sue us. Damn it. You know, and Use it a... wouldn't even be you. It would be someone like. All right, be like... Oh, no, no, Jude, can you just sing something for us yeah. right now? Just a couple of lines. And, Tom, if you can put a beat, beat behind it, but you don't have to if you don't yeah, want no, to. Yeah. So. Um, just sing something about Johnny Legs. Uh, Johnny Legs, Johnny Legs, you're my favourite guy in the world And you and Mira Safina are really good in this movie together I hope that you do another movie together And I said that would be so cool You could just fade it out at any point, yeah, yeah, yeah Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad High quality fashion without the price tag Say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 